How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to the first episode of the Talking to Whoever's Listening podcast hosted by me, Quinn Anderson. A um, little bit about me. I am from Edina, Minnesota. I'm 21, and I'm currently living in Chicago, studying comedy writing and performing. Um, and this is just going to be a little bit of me talking to hopefully anyone that's listening. A lot of people don't. I've been told to shut up uh, multiple times. Um, from people that I know, like my grandmother, to random people that I pass on the street. So, yeah. Um, today, uh, let's see what I want to talk about. I had a list of things. but Oh, yeah. Okay. Right off the bat, a um, little bit about me. Love Friends. Um, one of the, if not the greatest show um, that has ever graced the... <laughs> Grace the silver screen. Um, is that only for movies or is that for TV shows too? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But no, I saw a post recently from uh, Jennifer Aniston saying that um, tagging like the cast and it's like an old old promo photo of the show. And um, I think I didn't read the caption. All I saw I, it was a blur of excitement. Uh, <laughs> um, and I just saw like they had I think. I think it was like a movie maybe like it's like a reunion special coming to like hbo which um is gonna be so awesome i am beyond excited about that um i think it's i hbo is weird though i don't like not hbo is weird hbo is like i mean a great service i guess i just i just don't have it um so i'm gonna have to get that probably just for that i don't really have anything else that i want to watch on there i know Oh, uh, should mention also, um, I'm one of the very few people, um, on this earth that's never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones, and I know, that's not really a hot take anymore, I know a lot of people have, have, uh, not seen it, but it's, in, among the people I know, that's a very, like, ooh, (laughs) you know, just like, oh, he's never, he's never seen it, I don't understand why, I don't get it, um, I don't know, it just wasn't, was never really my thing, I never read the books, I mean, I love the concept, it's, I mean, it's like, it's a, in a fantasy land, huge Lord of the Rings fan, it's just, I don't know, I never caught onto it, when it was, like, really big, um, and I just kind of, like, coasted on it, or I didn't coast, I missed the boat, that's the turn of phrase I'm looking for, <laughs> turn of phrase, what a turn of phrase, oh, <laughs> Um, no, I never really, I never caught on to it. I had seen so many people, like, enjoying it, and I never had HBO until, like, the final season came out, and then, um, and everyone hated the final season, which I thought was, like, uh, I felt bad. Like, all these people who had watched the show for, like, eight years, and then, like, the, was it the directors were like, and we're going to go make Star Wars now. <laughs> and they, I mean, great opportunity. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pass up the opportunity to direct a Star Wars movie, even though I have <laughs> zero experience directing. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, like, I felt bad. I never caught on. And then once it, once I heard that the ending was bad, I was just kind of like, oh, well, then that's kind of like, then I'm, I'm not going to watch it because I, I don't. I, I don't like being disappointed, <laughs> contrary to uh, 
popular belief. So I was just, I was always kind of like, yeah. So like it was really hyped up, and I didn't have HBO. And then once I got HBO, or my family got HBO. I don't even, I don't have it, but my family does. And once like that was a thing, I. I don't know. I just didn't want to be disappointed, so I didn't watch it. Um, until recently, I was uh, tricked into watching. I was I was was bamboozled. I was hoodwinked by a friend of mine because we were talking about the show "How I Met Your Mother." Um, and off the bat, I'm sure you're thinking, uh, "Oh yeah, you know the show that takes friend uh, takes place with like six friends in in uh, New York City." Um, has a lot to do with um, dragons in a fantasy land that I see the connections already. But no, we were talking, and she had never seen it. Like she never seen How I Met Your Mother, and I or uh, and I was like, "Oh, we've got to watch it. It's so good." And she went, "No, I don't want to because I heard that the ending was bad." And I went, "Oh, but yeah, but you can look past it." And then she looked at me because she has seen Game of Thrones and has been pestering me to watch it for the entire time I've known her and it was like it just cue the curb your enthusiasm music I was, I was she was like oh so even though the ending was bad you still would suggest people watch the show and I went you better don't don't you <laughs> don't you dare do this <laughs> um and she was like oh kind of like Game of Thrones so now I've got to watch it I just I there's nothing really holding me back now i've been i've been tricked by my own logic into thinking that um into watching it and now i've got to i'm contractually obligated to um and yeah i i think i don't know though i i'm always gonna watch it and i'm sure i'm gonna enjoy it that's kind of what happened with um with stranger things i was i'm the way i watch shows is so weird (laughs) um I was, I watched Stranger Things backwards, um, so like, I remember it was like season three, 4th of July came out, or 4th of, yeah, <laughs> they released 4th of July, <laughs> um, in, in 2019, no, but it, uh, the show came out midnight, uh, July 4th, and my family are huge Stranger Things fans, and I just, I'd never seen an episode, even though I don't know, like, 80s culture is, like, huge in my family, like, 80s music, 80s movies, and I was just like, I don't know, I don't know why I hadn't seen that show, it's fantastic, um, if you haven't seen that, go watch it, because the ending's not horrible yet, <laughs> um, but, so, just midnight on 4th of July, they were like, hey, we're watching this, um, join us or don't, you're probably not gonna get anything, but you should still sit down and watch it with us, because, you know, being a family is important. Um, and so I sat down and I watched it. As I was watching, I was like, holy crap, this is so awesome. And then I watched it. I watched season three all the way through. Um, I just got to hit the mic with my chin. I wonder if you can hear that. Anyway, um, no, but I started watching it. And I watched all the way through, like, season three. And then I went back. And I watched season two. And then I watched season one. And that's not the way you're supposed to watch a show. My roommate just left. I wonder if you can hear that door. I don't know how this mic works. Sorry. <laughs> I'm figuring this out as I go along. Um, but, no. Uh, so, yeah, I'd watch season three and season two and then season one. And that's why 
like season three is my favorite. Um, and then it's like, and then season two, I, even though even though I watched the three, two, one, uh, two is still the weirdest. Like I know people love season one, and then season three they're mild with. Um, and I'm like the opposite. Like season three I love, and season one I'm okay with. It was fine. And then everyone's just kind of like, yeah. And then season two got really weird. <laughs> um, so. But yeah, it's a great show. Super excited for season four, I think. I think everyone who's seen the show, spoiler alert, if you haven't um, seen season three, I think we all kind of called that Hopper was going to live. I, I, you couldn't not. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, David Harbour, Harbaugh? I don't know. Uh, no, I'll figure it out. Um, they're not going to cut him from the show. Like, he, he was, he's what makes this, sh- like, Part of what makes the show is the actors are like just phenomenal, like uh, Winona Ryder and the other kids, uh, Noah Schnapp, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, the other three, <laughs> um, Gabe Matarazzo. Yeah, you know, um, they're what make the show. You're not gonna cut out the talent that makes the show, um, and and so yeah, I'm just. Uh, Season four is gonna be awesome. I'm. I wonder how they're gonna bring Hopper back, because I don't think. Because didn't they destroy whatever sent him to Russia? So it's gonna be weird. Like he's just gonna like fight his way through all of Russia. <laughs> he's just. He's gonna. Or, or or he stays there and becomes Red Guardian, and it's actually a prequel to Black Widow. That would be bananas. I mean, obviously, I mean, chronologically wouldn't work because by the time Black Widow came out, he'd be like, fuck, he'd be 80. <laughs> but, um, no, I, that'd be awesome, though. I'm super excited. For Black Widow looks so sick. I know it's, it's kind of weird to make a, a prequel in the middle of a cinematic universe that, where, like, you already know her story. It's, I mean, it, it'll be fun, but it's kind of like, huh. This is weird. <laughs> like, so, I don't know be cool, though. I'm excited to see Taskmaster. Ta- Taskmaster. No. <laughs> I'm excited to see him on the big screen, I think. Um, he's one of the cooler Marvel villains that we haven't seen yet. Um, but, yes, I'm really excited for that movie, too. <laughs> Welcome to the Quinn Talks About Things He's Excited About uh, podcast. Um, no, uh, I think I'm continuing this weird, uh, trend of things that I'm really excited about, um, and, uh, Marvel villains, what a tangent, uh, seamless transition there, Quinn, um, the, uh, the Venom 2 movie, I am so excited for, all the symbiotes, symbiotes, um, it's a, it's a cool storyline that I think, like, a lot of people, like, everyone, like, I mean, I everyone, not everyone, but, like, a lot of people know Venom, and then, like, those who have seen, like, some of the old animated shows, like, know of Carnage, and then what I thought was really cool about Venom was that it, like, showed there's, like, multiple different symbiotes that, like, all landed with Venom, and so it's, like, there's, like, Riot and Scream and stuff like that, and there's... There's, like, really, like, there's a just giant variety of them and, like, how they all have their own thing. And I think it's cool. It'll be cool to see if they, I mean, it'd be weird to see if they, um, just, like, every Venom sequel, they just, like, keep 
um, adding more offspring of Venom and Carnage. Which, uh, by the way, to kind of explain what Carnage is, he's like the offspring of Venom, um, which I think he creates when like Venom is like in serious danger. I think that's it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I'm, sh- I'm sure all of you guys know the, <laughs> the symbiote lore. Um, but like, so like when he was, um, when he was getting, uh, burned, which is one of his weaknesses by the rocket ship, it kind of causes this like splitting to like try and save the symbiote race is just like kind of, oh, well, if this one's going to go out, then we're going to just make one right now. And I know Carnage has an offspring too named, I think, Toxin. And he's, like, even more strong and more deranged. And that's kind of, like, how symbiotes, like, they they don't, like, they just keep getting crazier and more violent. Um, which I don't know how that's... <laughs> I feel like it'd be really weird if, like, if every time you had a kid, it, they just kept getting more and more crazy. I feel like at some point your line would run out <laughs> and they just all kill each other. But, I mean, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that movie will be... Um, pretty cool. I'm also like it'll also be weird to see if they tie or how they tie it to um, like Morbius and um, I know I think there was talk that they're gonna try and tie it into, into the Spider Verse, which I don't I don't get that either. It's like because right now Tom Hardy's Venom doesn't share a connection at all to Spider Man, like not even not in, even a little bit, which is which is kind of weird because that's kind of what um he. That's where he, like, got his, like, shape, kind of, for his, like, design. And so he's got, like, the giant, like, Spider-Man logo in white on him. And he's got the, like, white patches on his, like, arms that, like, kind of Spider-Man had similar, I don't know, a similar design. But it's just, I don't know, it's going to be weird to see if, like, they're just like, oh, welcome to the Spider-Verse Venom. Even though you have no connection to any sort of Spider-Man. But, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so kind of bringing back to, like, HBO and, like, streaming services and stuff like that. I don't, you guys ever heard of... I asked that as if you guys can respond. Um, there's, like, a new streaming service that I just find utterly baffling. Um, it's, like, coming out in March. It's called, like, Quibi. Um, and the whole gimmick with it is, like, every episode, it's, like, I'm pretty sure it's all original content, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool, but most of the, most original content, unless it's, like, like, back to HBO shows are, like, really well produced, I mean, I guess they're not, they're not all good, but they're well produced, and then Netflix, it's really hit or miss, like, you have a Stranger Things, but then you also have, like, a plethora of, like, random, like, garbage, um, but so like it's all original content and every episode is 10 minutes or less. So it's like the vine of streaming services. I don't, it's, it, yeah. And it, but it's like, um, the, the thing that concerns me is the shows look good. <laughs> um, like they've got, like, there's a show with like, and they've got big names too. Like there's a show with like Liam Hemsworth and Christoph Waltz called, like, The Most Dangerous Game, and I couldn't tell you what it's about, 
but it's I don't know it's just it's weird to see in an already like oversaturated market of streaming services that someone is just going to be like oh also here's ours and it's all these hit or miss shows that we produce with these big names and like I don't know I'm I'm very interested to see what goes down with this because even I want to say like even Disney Plus like everyone is really excited about it and like I have it um but it's just it's so weird to th- like even Disney Plus kind of like the the hype was really big and they put out Mandalorian and everyone talked about Mandalorian Baby Yoda is like like what a big meme to cap 2019 with but it was just so weird cuz no one's talking about like their other shows and like everyone was just kind of like oh that's right I've seen all these before and it's I don't know it's not like I think a lot of what Netflix does is they make it, or the, some of the stuff they have is like binge watchable and like it's got like a level of rewatchability. But like you can throw it on and there's like things you can catch that you might have missed because it's like, it's like, I don't know, deeper jokes or like a deeper meaning and like it's a, and there's a, you can find like hidden things in them. There's a level of rewatchability to those shows. You know, because of Disney Plus, it's like I'm not gonna try and, like, I don't know, analyze Aristocats. It's just <laughs> like I'm not gonna like try to pick out hidden messages that Will Smith Will Smith's Aladdin does. It's it's like and everyone's kind of like, oh, I know these movies by heart because I watched them over and over again as a child. That's where the rewatchability comes in as kids. It's like uh, we like I watched like Lion King hundreds of times and it's just like now I know the movie and I don't have to watch it again so it's just kind of there's it's weird to see in this like in this landscape of everyone getting everyone and their grandmother owning a streaming service um and now these little guys are coming in and they're making the vine of streaming services which is utterly weird I think it's also kind of hard with, like, I think licensing. Like, I know a lot of shows, a lot of movies, like, the the licenses are all, like, split up. And that's why, like, when Disney Plus came out, like, they started pulling their stuff off of Netflix. But, like, they still, like, I think Netflix still has, like, I want to say Ant-Man and the Wasp and Infinity War. And, like, it's, it's weird to th- think how, like, now every single um, producing or uh, production company is going to have their own service. And that's, that's I'm, it's basically just like having te- television shows again, like paying for your own television show or paying for the channels you want. It's like the same thing to me. It's, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's more expensive or not, but it's just, I don't know, it's weird to just, like, we seem to be reverting back to channels because we've got, like, like, we got ABC and NBC, and there's those are free, but, and then you've got, like, the specialty channels like Netflix and uh, Prime and HBO and stuff like that, and I don't know, it's just awkward to me that we're, that we're kind of reverting back, um, but, yeah, um, Oh, 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 there we go. 
So, kind of tying back to the whole things I'm exciting about tangent that went on for 15 minutes. Uh, there's, I saw a picture posted today. Um, also, speaking of friends, uh, I'm huge dinosaur nerd, just like Roth. Um, so, I went to, a little bit about me, again, I went to school actually for about a year for paleontology at Montana State. So huge dinosaur nerd and I was so happy today to see the um the uh they started filming Jurassic World three and I was like, oh snap <laughs> like that's gonna be um so cool. I know a lot of people aren't like too excited about the or they haven't been like happy with the the past two which, I mean, it's fine. They're not, like... I think a lot of people are, like, well, they're not, they're not the classics. They're not... It's not that's not what I wanted. And I'm, like, I, I don't know, dude. Just be happy with the fact that there's just giant dinosaurs on your screen right now. And, like, like I don't know. So It's so cool to me. And I think that... I think this one's going to be the best, for sure. Not out of the whole series, of course. Jurassic Park 1. I mean, the original you can't go wrong with but i definitely think this will be for sure one of the coolest just cuz like it's it's going to be like this the ending of the second one but like on a larger scale is what i'm hoping for at least like the t-rex running around san francisco chasing jeff goldblum um and who wouldn't want that on a larger scale right <laughs> probably a lot of you <laughs> but but I'm super excited for it. I think it'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of all the things I wanted to talk about today. So, and plus I've already taken up, what, like 23 minutes of your time? Which is more than enough, <laughs> I think. I think I think the daily, daily dose of Quinn should be less than 30 minutes. <laughs> um, so I'll try to keep these shorter than that. But um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to follow my social media, uh, it's at uh, Q Anderson Comedy on Instagram, all lowercase, and then at the real Quinn A on Twitter. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, have a great day.